throughout the nation and around the globe. From his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Weekly Wisdom and Insights. I am your host, Dear James, and I am normally joined by my incredibly beautiful host, the Lady Jacqueline. However, she is dealing with some personal family issues, um, and so we will hope to have her back next week. So we will see what's happening. But for today, I'm flying solo with you all, and of course, with all of you. So um, as we often say throughout the broadcast, we are offering um, the weekly insights and the wisdom on the current energies and so forth and how that's impacting your personal lives, businesses, and the whole of the whole. And the only way that we'll know that you're with us, that, that you're here with me, is that you place yourself in the comments. So write something and tell me where you're joining us from. And, uh, and we also take your questions live. And that's very important because the whole part, the whole point, pardon me, of doing the show week after week, is to take your questions live. It's to talk about the current energies from an intuitive insights perspective and also from a human design with the Lady Jacqueline, and then also to address how that's impacting you, whether it's your business, whether it's your personal life, and so forth. So as you join in on the broadcast, please uh, do a shout out and say that you're here and that you're joining us where you're joining us from, and we will go through and take your questions, integrate them in, and your comments in throughout the broadcast. Hello, my beautiful Jennifer. Hello, hope everyone is doing well. Yes, right back to you. And I know um, this is a really interesting time. So we're just going to kind of jump in here um, with the energies. It's big. Uh, Tuesday, so yesterday, was the Neptune and Jupiter for the first time in 166 years joined together, they're conjunct, they joined together in the sign of Pisces. Um, and so that's a big, big deal um, because obviously it's it every hundred and uh, every hundred and sixty six years it will come together in a particular sign. But the reason that this is so and they come together often every 12 years, they come together. Jupiter's a little faster moving than Neptune. Um, however, they're coming together for the first time and why this is auspicious is because it's in the sign of Pisces. And this is their home home planet, if you will, their, the home constellation. Um, Jupiter from original astrology, if you will, and Neptune from modern day astrology um, are the rulers of Pisces. So you have them in there, they're exalted, they're in their home planet, if you will, and so, or constellation, pardon me. And so it's this beautiful energy, it's dreamy, it's expansive, and we talked about that a couple of issues issues ago. Yeah, see, issues, episodes ago. Expansion. That was the key word we left off with, was expansion. And hello, Lori. Hello, Alicia. Thank you all for joining us. So I don't know about you all, and this is why I'm a little bit kerfuffled at this moment, is because these dreams, like the last few days, I don't know about you all. So again, put in the comments. Um, I have had the most bizarre, weird, vivid <laughs> dreams. And, you know, dreams occur. We have, we all have them and everything. But these seem a little, just, you wake up going, 
what was that? <laughs> and it's not that they're bad or negative or anything like that. It's just they seem really otherworldly. Like you're scratching your head going, what was that? And they and they leave, for me, they're leaving um, like a, a lingering energy. And so it's it's one where you keep pondering what's the meaning of these dreams. And this is very Neptunian. Here's Jupiter expanding things. It's Pisces, Pisces being the, the final sign of the constellation of the of the astro astrological season. So that in and of itself is a big deal this week. And then we have, of course, the full moon that's coming up on Saturday. It's a Libra full moon. We have the sun in Aries, moon in Libra, and Libra being justice and the scales and so forth. Um, it, it, so it's a powerhouse week. It's a powerhouse, and it always is with full moons, But and this is the pink full moon. It has to do with spring in the Norman, northern hemisphere. Um, beautiful. Uh, I know Jennifer shared photos with us in the private group um, about the spring in France and everything. So there's this beauty about spring and renewal. There's just, there's an energy, there's an edge. That's the word they're using. There's an edge to this full moon coming up on Saturday. So for everybody, whether again, business, world events, personal relationships, just how you are with yourself, take a beat, take a breath, be, have greater patience, um, um, fluidity, you know, have greater fluidity. They're saying go with the flow. Don't get stopped or bottled up um, because that can cause, obviously, when you back up energy, it becomes combustible. It's like putting a, a lid on a pressure cooker. It can be very um, not good, <laughs> is the way they're saying it. Hello, Elizabeth. Um, thank you for joining us. And Lori's saying, yes, crazy dreams for me too. So yes, it's, it's really, I mean, and it's, it's more than normal. This is why I'm, I'm mentioning it to everyone. So as you may be experiencing kind of what I'm calling otherworldly crazy dreams, um, it seems to be that it's, there's something occurring right now with Jupiter, Neptune, this full moon coming up, these, uh, this conjunction once in 166 years, in its home, sign of Pisces and everything. And yet, it is for our expansion. It is to kind of shake the tree loose, shake the, shake the. you know, it's like they're saying, when, when we come out of winter in the Northern Hemisphere, it's like shaking off, you'll see that there, there are dried leaves that are still clinging to the branches and the trees and so forth, or vines and so forth. And this is kind of that, shaking loose of that energy, that old. Um, Elizabeth's mentioning, I'm feeling really zapped, like I was moving too fast last week. So yes, because there's both, you know, we're in Aries, first sign out of the gate of the astrological season, the sun in Aries, this go, 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 and everyone's feeling this pressure of go. And I would say in the Southern Hemisphere, you're coming out of summer, you're, you're entering fall, and it's almost, in, it's the same in reverse, meaning coming out of winter in the Northern Hemisphere, we have this feeling of go, go, it's time, go. And for those in the Southern Hemisphere, it's this feeling of almost like losing time, like hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, because we're going into uh, winter, fall and winter. 
And so there's this almost like, have I gotten everything done? Have I, you know, is it all here? So it's the same energy, just two sides of the same coin. Um, so as we go, I'm going to talk to you all today. It's it's really pretty wild because I was looking again, I, as I always do, I look at the numbers and I listen, I look at the date. Um, today is April 13th. The number 13 immediately jumps out. It is reflective of the letter M in the um, English language and the alphabet. Um, it is also associated with the Divine Mother. So 13 immediately. We've been talking about 2022. It's a six year. So six is both about conflict and destiny. And which one are you living in? Which one are you? And again, this this goes personal, professional, businesses, world, you know, world economies, governments, countries. Which one are you living in? Conflict or destiny? And the arc of destiny is forward. So are you in conflict because you're cleaving to the past? You're not okay with destiny. You're not okay with fate and destiny. You have moving you forward. You're attempting to control something. And this is going to be beautiful. They just brought this in because this is the whole point of the energy of today. Um, and it's called become the guest. And I'll explain that in a moment. But this is the energy of are you moving forward? Are you in alignment with destiny going forward where it's leading you? Or are you trying to control and cling to the past? Um, and then when you add the numbers together individually, it becomes a 14. So it's either a 23 or a 14, but the 14. And in the Yijing, the hexagrams go in pairs. And hexagram 13 and 14 are a pair. And so this is where this gets really beautiful, and I'll, I'll read to you all. So 13 is about fellowship, and what it wants us to do is socialize. Its hidden influence is coming to meet slash encounter. And when I saw that, this coming to meet slash encounter, I knew it took on a far greater meaning. This coming to meet slash encounter literally has, uh, for lack of better phrasing, a, a biblical connotation to it. It's as if we're meeting our maker in the most beautiful way, meaning the energies that are coming. It's readying us to meet our maker in the sense that we are we are one. We are in front of each other. We're in fellowship. We're coming to meet our divine selves, our divine counterpart. And while that may sound, again, fantastical and perhaps Neptunian and, you know, Jupiterian, the whole point is that's what it's meant to do is to bring us, to expand us, Jupiter, expansion, and Neptune to see beyond the veils, through the veils, to see ourselves as we truly are. And so there was this really powerful awareness that, in essence, this whole biblical narrative of, of meeting our master is forthcoming. It's, it's here. It's arriving. Um, it's underlining cause. Hexagram 13's underlining cause is army. We've had this number. It's hexagram 7. It's army. Correct discipline. So again, correct discipline with ourselves is are we being self self-conscious meaning self-aware 
Are we being self-reflective? How are we going about moment to moment or day to day? And again, this applies no matter whether you're the leadership of a business, the leadership of a government, of a country, how you go about correct discipline. How are you, are you in, I mean, look at the current world events, army, we see a war taking place and its counter is correct discipline. So the army doesn't have to be combative and destructive and harmful. The army, the union, can be that they are leading with correct discipline. They are leading with destiny, with this forward march, this divine feminine matriarchal rule. You as a company, how are you leading? How are you rising to the moment? How are you meeting the occasion? And are you doing so in with correct discipline? Because this is, this is the question. This is what's on the line at the moment. This is what's on offer to us. And it requires self-reflection. If we're trying to hoard and corporate greed and gather and, you know, kill or be killed and all of this old energy, old way, we're, we're in conflict. We're not in destiny. Um, the, the great number today, the one that's really... The, the central focus of today is hexagram 14. And remember I said it's the two culminate in either a 14 or a 23 because they obviously reduce down to a five. And five is about change. So it's also, as we've had before, it's, it's called nourished while waiting. So, but 14 is the, the core, the center of the energies right now. Um, and it's called great possessing, shine. So you see that hexagram 13, they go together. 13 is fellowship, socialize, coming to meet, encounter, army, correct discipline. And its, its partner is great possessing, so as to shine. Its hidden influence is determination, breakthrough. So again, breakthrough the, the, the veil, breakthrough the, the illusions. It's to break through. And its underlining cause, which you can't make this up, is union. It's to discover. So you fellowship, union, socialize, shine, discover. You can see breakthrough. It's about breaking through, shining, discovering, coming into union with your authentic, true self, with your authentic, uh, authentic true nature as a company, as a government. Remember, companies and governments are about people. It's about the governing of something that's in our custodial care. Our individual lives are in our custodial care. How are you caring for it? How are you nourishing it while waiting? How are you coming into union, fellowship? Are you doing it with correct discipline so as to break through, so as to shine? And whew, I don't know about you all, you place in the comments after the last two years and everything that have COVID, the shaking loose of the of the tree, the root, you know, it's like shaking everything. There's a yearning to shine in the most pure, beautiful, authentic way. It's to and a yearning to come back into a state of joy, life, liberty, living. Um, and it's in a way that 
the old had to pass. The old has to go away in order for the new. We've got to make space for the new. So Anne is joining us. She says hello from Erie, Pennsylvania. And Sam is here joining us from Conway, Arkansas. So welcome, everyone. Again, we're, I'm taking your questions live. The Lady Jacqueline and I always do throughout the broadcast. So if there are things that you are encountering that you'd like specific intuitive guidance on in today's show, please put it in the comments and I will address it throughout the broadcast as we're talking about the current energies. Um, because it'll be interesting to see the tapestry and how it all interweaves with everything that you all are feeling and how the current energies are. So let me go into hexagram, get into the meat of the energies today. And again, it's great possessing. It's hexagram 14. Its action is shined. So here the universe is saying, this is what's on offer. This is what we're going to do. It's going to be shined. Its hidden influence is determination, breakthrough. So that means we can't give up. There's a sign over my, my uh, shoulder here that says, in our family, we give hugs. We say, I'm sorry. We never give up. That's one of the foundational pieces. And so determination, never giving up. It's not that, we, that we're stubborn or that we don't listen, because the whole point of, of this energy is going to be, be the guest. And you'll see how this is going to play, what that means. But it means to have determination so as to break through. Don't give up on yourselves. Make sure that it's true, that it's pure, that it's authentic, the, the purity of intentions, that it's good. And when those elements are present, continue. Don't have determination. Don't give up so as to break through. And then it's underlining causes union. In unity, we discover. We discover something new about ourselves, about each other, about ourselves as a whole whether that be a community, a, a country, a city, a peoples, we'll discover something because we've done this in unity, in union, and union, soul source connection. We're talking about this all the time. So it says, if you are not playing the host, you will discover that you are the guest. And what this means, which is, I just love this today. The energies are amazing. This is amazing. It says, hello, Haley, before I jump in, it says, Tayu is formed when fire moves over heaven. The idea of mental clarity or the sun in the sky shows its auspiciousness in describing your current condition. The sun sustains life, and if we rise like the sun, we need only activate our hidden powers of expansion. And remember, a show or two ago, the last word they gave us was expansion. Like the sun, by simply being, we set off a chain reaction of abundance. So this is about, again, be your authentic, true, natural self. Shed, do away with, shoulda, woulda, couldas, any judgment, anyone else's judgment. They're simply a reflection until you say, I, I got it. I got the lesson. Thank you and you move through, breakthrough. Once obstacles disappear, or I'm sorry, obstacles disappear because of the hidden influence of breakthrough. We cultivate the seeds planted in the dark of winter that break through the soil of difficulty and emerge stronger and wiser. 
This is great possessing. Perhaps we learn to play the guest of life and not strive so much to fight against what can never be. And what this is talking about is, again, it's not about being stubborn. This is about alignment with the way. So when, and you'll see, you'll see who the host is here in a moment, we're the guest. And once we come into an understanding that we are a guest and why we don't want to be the host, you'll see the, the perfection in this. Um, but the striving against what can never be is about perhaps we think we want or we need to be this or, you know, we should have or whatever it might be. Once we release that and we align with the way, well, then we release. We're not fighting against what can never be. We expand ourselves to a higher um, opportunity octave. Where the underlining cause of union was a time of joining and partnerships, great possessing is a time when our star shines or our sun is rising as an individual. Life has offered you its greatest gift, the power to shine with an inner certainty that need not be defended. You don't need to explain yourselves to anyone. Again, do no harm. Make sure that, the, that what you're doing is authentic and pure. It's, it's for the good. It's not doing harm. And then it need not be defended. You need not explain it to someone else. You can certainly have discussion and conversations and so forth. Because the truth, the purity of truth will always speak for itself. It doesn't need explanation. The lie, the deception, you could talk ad nauseum because you're trying to cover something up or you're trying to do something or trying to make something illicit look good. It's not going to work. <laughs> so this is where the certainty of that need not be defended. Strength and clarity unite, and you can move forward in the knowledge that grace is your teacher. And power, your power, your power is merely aligning your will with the way. <laughs> not a way, not your way, the way. The message can be about wealth, success, or just a sense of knowing you have arrived. And so here you can see Northern Hemisphere, that pressure, as Elizabeth was talking about this kind of over this, uh, the energy being excited and go, go, go. So for the Northern Hemisphere, it's all about, okay, we're in spring and coming into summer. Go, go, go. And in Southern Hemisphere, it's fall, winter. So it's like, hurry, hurry, hurry. It's that type of um, energies. The character is firm, strong, ordered, and clear. The image of possession in great measure. Tayu is the image of an inexhaustible source of energy that is available when you open yourself to nature's drive toward excellence. The master said, do not play the host, but become the guest. If you can transcend your need for control, you can become the recipient of the subtle treasures that life has in store for you. So this is, you're now starting to see where if you're playing host, you're quote unquote controlling. You believe that you are the one in control of something. As opposed to when you're the guest, 
you're open to receive. You're open to go as guided. You're open to listening to your soul source GPS connection that's going to guide you to a more expansive, because we talk about this all the time, right? This more expansive experience, opportunities. Because we, we know little, source knows all. So we think we know and we think we're doing something, but are we open, are we controlling, are we playing the host versus being the guest? In the natural world, we are only creatures, I'm sorry, in the natural world, we are the only creatures who attempt to play the host. We have become so disconnected from knowing what it is like to hunt for our nourishment that we behave less like animals and more like trees. You might argue that unlike trees, you can move freely about, yet you come and go to the same places each day, drawing sustenance from a refrigerator. Even while you barely look over your dashboard, desktop, or television, life still finds productive ways of coaching your authentic nature forward. Opening to life's power to lead you aligns you with a power and energy that cannot be depleted. So there's a beauty and an empowerment here that's literally, and this is true, humans are creatures of habit. <laughs> I was just speaking about this with a dear, dear friend, colleague, and and so forth, and the beauty of the fact that we were so disconnected from what was, from our soul source connection, from this greater empowerment, this greater source, that we're all running around being the host and not receiving being the guest, not opening ourselves to be the guest, going as guided, experiencing a greater opportunity, a greater life, a greater source of sustenance. But what's required is we, we first and foremost, make the, you have to make the choice. And again, whether you're a company, a leader, an executive, a government, a world leader, an individual human being, it comes down to one simple thing, choice. Am I choosing to open myself to a greater opportunity, a greater source to being the guest? Or am I controlling by being the host? Before we go on, I'm going to add in some of the some of your comments. So Jennifer, I am Jennifer Stanley is saying, as an Aries, I always want the decisions and breakthroughs to go quickly. I tend to go balls out and run too fast. I have slowed down consciously and deliberately and allowed myself to take on what is coming up in smaller sections. Hugely important. Two things right there. I'm consciously and deliberately slowing down. She's making, see, choice. She's making conscious choices to be self-aware, to say, ah, as an Aries, first out of the astrological season, out of the gate, I want to go, go, go. And yet she can recognize, ah, that may be harming me. That may not be my quote-unquote best foot forward. So she's consciously and deliberately slowing down. And then she's allowing herself to take what's coming in bite sizes, smaller sizes. We owe, I quote Wallace D. Waddles all the time, small acts in great ways. What's the next step? A dear, another dear friend, when she was 13, her neighbor was a gentleman who had been um, 
in a Nazi prison camp, and she asked him a simple, simple question. How did you survive? How did you do it? And his response was, I just knew I had to take the next step. He didn't become overwhelmed or fall into despair about what might happen, what might be. His poignant response was, I just knew I had to take the next step. Wallace D. Waddles, small acts in great ways. I and Jennifer Stanley saying, I'm, I'm breaking it into smaller sections. There's the empowerment. There's the present moment. You don't have to know or solve the entire equation. You just have to take the next step. What's the next step? What's the next thing I can do in this moment so as it's in alignment, so as to move myself forward? Um, she continues, it is a true game changer. I feel very peaceful most of the time, although the crazy dreams, sometimes prophetic, sometimes not, have me operating from a sleep-deprived sleep place. <laughs> I have reevaluated my priorities, allowed myself to accept them, and move slower than I normally would. Kudos, bravo, absolutely exactly on point. This is the piece. It's Again, it's not to get lost in, in these crazy dreams, but it's also not to just be passe about them. It's to look at them and say, okay, what is it from my sleep state, my dream state? What is my soul source connection showing me, telling me, preparing me for? It's these types of things. And then you go about it with grace. It spoke about with grace. And the power is your will aligning with the way, being the guest, the receiver, not the driver, the receiver. And this is where we all, we've, we've been in, you know, eons, 22,000 plus years of patriarchal mind, ego, personality rule. I, 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 I'm driving, I'm making, I'm doing it. I, I, I. And they're, and they're saying, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 sweeties. <laughs> There's a we. And the we is you, soul source, divinity, divine connection, maker, co-creator, and being the guest. It's like being the guest at the show, being the guest at the banquet, knowing that a higher source, a higher power, a higher mind, if you will, soul, heart, is at play, is literally, truly the host. So... And last but not least, she continued, and it's incredible how quickly people accept you being your true self because you accepted your true self. It requires no defense. It just is. It speaks for itself. When you're not being your true self, when you're inauthentic, it's all the defending and the explaining and the stories and perhaps the lies and whatever it all entails, there's a lot of energy required to sustain it, defend it, all of this good stuff. But when you just come into I am, here I am, again, the truth, it, it's pure. There's a, there's a beautiful saying, uh, the truth becomes a part of your past. The lie, your future. Because the lie requires you to keep talking about something where the truth becomes a part of the past it, because it, it just is. It, it, it falls away into the into the past. It speaks for itself. 
um, continuing on Anne, I had a great opportunity with the work team I supervised to share what we are doing uh, with the leadership of our organization yesterday. We are environmental educators moving into a new virtual realm to reach more people. Does this energy support that and sharing our messages further? So what they're saying, Anne, is so yes. And again, key, key, key here is authenticity. Is So we look at the environment, Mother Earth, Mother Nature, how it's affecting our lives, the planet, our, our living, our sustenance and everything. And yet there is a divine um, purpose, plan, you know, the plan. And so in, in order to be in alignment, the way they're saying this to me is, in order to be in alignment, ensure that you and your group, your team and everything, is making room and space for that you're seeing the divinity, the neutrality, because everything is neutral by by design. It's divine. So what can be uh, what can appear wonderful might not be. You know, it can have a, a shadow, and what is dark and a shadow, we can get tripped up in and not seeing its divinity, its purpose, and so. And this is, again, reflective. It's being self-reflective. It's not that we condone or, you know, or, or are complicit in something. And, you know, a spade is a spade. Okay. However, what it is saying is, it's like not a rush to judgment. Discernment, not judgment. Because if we're judging, we're missing, we're at the surface. We're missing something. We're missing the divinity in it. So as long as we're seeing, and this applies to everything, not just the environment, it's go below the surface. Look to see, because in our judgment, we then react, right? Action, reaction. So we're judging something, and then we come up with, well, this is wrong. And so, and that means we're missing. What is the, what is the greatest opportunity? What role is this person or entity or company that's harming the environment or doing something environmentally or just our environment as a whole. Because again, remember, everything's energy. Everything, this is all living, breathing energy. The planet is energy. We shed our skin. Humans shed our skins, I believe it's every seven years. We completely regenerate ourselves and our skin and everything. So there's a natural process. There's a natural progression. Destiny or conflict. So that's what they're saying is, um, does this energy support that sharing our messages further? Yes. Just do so from this expanded state of consciousness, awareness, of seeing. Because again, we'll, we, we can see world government, companies, and so forth, where they're, where the, or individuals, where it's about control. They're wanting to control something. Well, then you're out of, you're in the wrong lane. If that's the business you're in, if that's the intent of your action, it is counter to the purity, the neutrality, the divinity of what is, the natural progression of things. It may be painful, but in, 
in this instance, great possessing. Here are these beautiful, this fellowship, socialize, great possessing, nourishment while waiting. It's all about coming into union, harmony, oneness. And in order to do that, we have to see the, we have to see, to see. We got to see the whole picture. We can't stop at the surface because then we're negating an entire, you know, true, when I say subset, we're negating the core, uh, you know, it's like, what's at your center? It's the, the nesting dolls. What's in the center one? If you stop at the big one on the outside, well, how many more are inside before you get to the true center? That's the point there. Um, Elizabeth is saying, is saying, the past few days I have been much more spontaneous. I have always planned, pre-planned, and over-planned. It's almost childlike. Yes, the not the planning, the pre-planning, and the over-planning, but the being spontaneous, childlike. Because that's the beauty of children. They don't know any better. And so there's both a liberation, a liberty about it, a freeness, an expansive state. And we as adults, you know, we have that. And then all of a sudden life is teaching us, oh, no, 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 that's not right. That's not okay. And so, again, there's a beauty in being responsible, doing the right things for the right reasons, being aligned, being in this beautiful um, energy of oneness, rightness, versus being the guest. Because when you're the guest, you just have a faith. You know, it's like showing up. You, you know, we get invited to events and uh, gatherings and parties and so forth. And you never know exactly what's going to happen or how it's going to be. When you're the guest, you get to simply enjoy yourself. You get to come, come stress-free. Woo, I get to come and enjoy. And that's what the divine is saying. That's what source is saying. Be the guest. Because on the other side, we've, we've got the whole, we've got the plan. We know the plan. Here it is. Now be in alignment with it or not. It's a choice. And whether, again, whether you're a business, a person, a corporation, a government, it, it's applicable. Because when you're going against the way, and one can say they're not going against, they're playing their role, right? However, in that greater tapestry of playing the role, their role is clinging to a past way so as to magnify and demonstrate a new, the way, the few, destiny. Because everything is showing us and telling us by seeing to Aquarian. Endings, beginnings. The, the, the release or the fall of something, the letting go of something to the expansion and receiving of something, making space for something. And it comes down to choice as to which way do we choose to experience the endings and the beginnings. This, this transfer, which is a continuation of, a transfer of power, meaning an expansion, a, a moving forward. Because nothing stays constant. It's ever-changing. And so that's... Um, so yes, Elizabeth, beautiful on not, not always planning or pre-planning or over-planning, but simply being more, again, guided, spontaneous, trusting, full faith and trust with your soul source connection. Allow 
your soul to lead, which means be the guest, not the host. So let me come back to this and I'm going to continue with the comments. Um, and it, we were talking about opening to life's power to lead you aligns you with a power and energy that cannot be depleted. As a message about the illusion of control, a tree provides shelter to the tiny nest hidden within its branches, but it does not play the host because it opens itself to the wind, the rain, and the tiny insects that nourish and steward its pollination and rebirth. The wind and the rain are not the host because they are generated by changing pressure systems in the atmosphere. The earth is not the host because it responds to these atmospheric changes and the moon makes its great bodies of water rise and fall. If the oldest things in the universe are not in control, then why do we attempt to play the host? That is so poignant and powerful and, you know, it's like a mic drop aha moment, at least for me. So please put in the comments if that's resonating with you. But it really says if the oldest things in our universe aren't playing the host, aren't in control, why are we as humans attempting to do it? Or businesses or governments, industries? these types of things. Why are they tempting to control? Because they want power. They want control. And yet, it's an illusion. It's fleeting. You might have it for a moment, but it's not lasting. It will fall and collapse under upon its own weight. The only thing that is foundational in four, the 13 I don't like to reduce, but one and three is a four. April is a four. We, we have double fours. So this is foundational wisdom. This is like, you know, bedrock, what's at your center source? What's at, what's at the core of our, our being and our universe? It's this story that's being told by these hexagrams, by the current energy, by this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction. The full, not, the full moon is a, is a, is a big teacher. She's, she's a grand, great teacher. It's this piece of, it's the maker. I keep coming back to this piece of coming to meet hyphen encounter. It's coming to meet and hyphen encounter yourselves. What, what am I going to see in the mirror? And whether, and that, what's that reflection? And again, think about that. What does it look like to a country that is clinging to an old way that's causing harm? It's not pretty. It is not pretty. It is not something you, it's, is this your legacy? It's not something, you know, again, it speaks for itself. So this is where, and yet we cannot deny its purpose because it's causing an entire world of people to awaken, to rise, and to say, is this who we are? Is this what we want? Is this where we're going? Because that seems like a really old story. It seems like something most humans on the planet don't want. So it is It is then too a great teacher because it's shaking the tree, it's shaking the roots, it's shaking us loose. 
So playing the host without understanding the host is how you unwittingly create your own misfortune. When you learn to become the guest of a greater unfolding, you can flow into life's purposeful movement toward the best of what it might become. Knowing your place within the larger flow of life allows you to discover power in great measure. This is the piece. It's like, here it is. It's like, when we allow, when we make space, when we expand, we're aware that we're the guest. We are the custodian of our lives. We are a guest in this uh, experience. And the host is the host. And you know how that's applicable to source. And, and you can use any name, you know, but it's in, in, from a biblical standpoint, the, ho the host it's it's God. It's it's Master Jesus. It's Source. That's from a kind of a Christian in per uh, perspective and from a biblical perspective. But it's playing the host, the host, the Holy Spirit, the host, and we're attempting to play the host as opposed to being the guest. Playing the host, uh, playing the host without understanding the host is how you unwittingly create your own misfortune. I just read that. Sorry. So trusting that something more profound might understand your needs in ways that you cannot. See, this is what's so amazing. It's like, and that's the crux of it. Do you believe in a higher power? Because we all have it. We all have our intuition. We all have this ability, this capability, this knowing. And it's, are we trusting that something more profound than us might understand our needs in ways that we cannot? In quote, all things in the universe have a purpose. Is it right that you should be different? The future must remain a mystery because life has a special predisposition for exploring possibilities. If we knew the whole story, it's like when you go and read the end of the book and, and you know, the outcome, you missed the entire excitement, the journey. You missed the journey because you just went to the end and then you realize too, when you just read the last few pages or the last chapter in a book of story, it doesn't nearly have the power because you don't know what preceded it. You don't know the journey. So this is where the future must remain a mystery because life has a special predisposition for exploring possibilities. Through its dance of randomness, it generates innovation and novelty. When you are not busy organizing your life, Elizabeth, that was so key in. So when you're not busy organizing your life, you will discover that you are the guest of something that demonstrates a greater purpose in leading you. The greatest teacher learns by the process of teaching and the most celebrated artists allow their work to lead them. Similarly, if you open to the energy of life to lead you forward, you can access power or inspiration in greater measure. This is so key. So I'm going to continue with the comments. Haley said, it's tricky, isn't it, in the world today? We need to take action that ends up becoming taking control. We can't sit still and wait for things. And there's that beautiful, like, you know, being nourished while waiting. <laughs> we can't sit still and wait for things to happen for us, but we need to loosen the grip of control. I would say, Haley, and for everyone listening, it's not even loosening, it's surrendering the grip of control. To surrender is to empower. It's not about giving up. 
Surrender, yes, there's a, there's a definition of you surrender, meaning you've surrendered, you've given up. But the purest, most powerful definition of surrender is to empower. When you surrender, because you're doing it for yourself, with yourself. So it's an internal surrender. As a company, we surrender to hearing the way, not our way. A government, we surrender to the will. And there will be a reflection. There will be a, 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 a pivot point where you'll know, you'll hear the response, and you'll have a choice. Do we change our ways? Because governments are meant to be there. Remember, they're the custodian of a country, of a people's. But they are for the people. The will, the greater will, a higher will, and that will play out. It'll show, it will demonstrate itself. And you'll know, you'll easily see, are they clinging to something? Are they controlling? Are, or is the purity of their intention, of their, of their existence? And it doesn't mean that you'll, you'll, you know, you'll please all the people all the time. No. But when you're truly in alignment with something, it will speak. And you'll see, that you're moving in alignment, in harmony. And then you'll move and it'll continue. That becomes effortless. That is what endears people to other people, to companies, to leaders, to governments, is when people are endeared to you. When they fear you, fear is not lasting. Self-empowerment, people will rise up. They will empower themselves say, wait a minute, this isn't in alignment with truth, the truth. So um, it is a really fine balance. We'll keep doing this dance, I think. And again, I would say, Haley, only until, you know, it's an individual, it's choice. So, and yet, there is a higher power, a higher uh, source knowing the arc is destiny. It moves forward. It's fate. It's destiny. It moves forward. Time moves forward. So no matter how people might be clinging to something of the past, the power, the way, arcs forward. That's just history proves that out over and over and over again. So there's an illusion as to believing that, oh, we can keep it fixed the way it is, the way I like it. Mm okay, you're going to have that experience. As opposed to, to Anne's question and comment, what is the arc of destiny? What is the arc? What is the greater act and, and um, purpose playing out? And do I see it? Can I see through the illusions? Can I see through the surface to see into the heart, to the, the, the core of a, an issue and a matter, so as to open myself to make space, so as to empower, so as to rise, great possessing. Um, Anne commented, it is much easier to be the guest and enjoy the banquet. <laughs> Amen. Uh, you know, Virgo, younger, control, perfection, it's part of being a Virgo, um, being the host, throwing a party, doing things you want it to be, quote-unquote, perfect. And what I came to find 
individually, personally, was the perfection in the imperfection. That, ah, uh, I don't need, you know, the, the unexpected, the things that you didn't plan for and didn't, you know, it, in that definition of perfection. Well, perfection in the imperfection, meaning who's to say that the quote-unquote the imperfect isn't perfect? Who's to say it isn't exactly? Because again, can I see everything? Can you see everything? No. But source can, does. And when we open to being comfortable surrendering to that, well, then we get a lot of unexpected pleasures and joys or, you know, challenges, meaning opportunities. Because therein lies some of our greatest teachings is in the challenge, the opportunity of challenge. Oh, it expanded us. Oh, wow. It took me beyond what I had planned or anticipated or expected. Or And in hindsight, you get to look back and go, oh, <laughs> wow, I would never have done that. I wouldn't have, I didn't plan for that. I didn't choose that, quote unquote. But my soul source did and went, here, here you go. And it expands you. It's more. So yes, absolutely. Um, to being the guest at the banquet. It's it's amazing. Um, Haley, she said, oh, excited by the oracle cards I just pulled. Dear, trust in the support of the universe. So you can't, here's the beauty of this golden tap, this beautiful tapestry, the golden threads that run through it. It's the dear, trust in the support of the universe. Archangels Michael and Faith. And then the pig, maintain self-worth and self-esteem. This always reminds me, this this just reminds me of, you know, um, uh, Babe, Pig in the City. And there's the Cheshire Cat. And what do pigs do? And, and you know, I, the, the cat sits there on the mantle saying, I'm here. I look, I have a purpose. I'm worthy. I look good for the master. It's a beautiful line in the movie. And yet, Babe, pure, innocent, good, kind who comes to recognize his value, his worth, and the joy. I mean, he becomes the quote-unquote prize pig at the fair, the blue ribbon winner. That's what this is teaching us. That's what today's energies are teaching us, is we can be the hero of our own journey we, when we realize our value, our self-worth, our self-esteem rises and it's archangels mary gabriel and uriel beautiful 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 and elizabeth is saying wow mind-blowing concept yes because i'm going to finish up with this it says the more you open the more this great energy of discovery will fill you the flame burns away any barriers that keep you from experiencing yourself just so and remember we box ourselves in humans you know this this we are the, the creatures of habit and we tell, we put on masks and layers and we tell ourselves stories and we tell everybody else who we are and we defend it and we try to get people to believe it instead of in the purity of that, as, as uh, Jennifer's statement, here I am, accept me as I am, here I am. And in that, there's just empowerment, there's authenticity, there's purity, there's growth, there's expansion. Because what are we making room for? 
the next, I always say the incarnation within the incarnation. So we're here and it's like, what's the next incarnation of myself, of our country, our city, our government, our business? Because we can tell ourselves what it is, but now we're in this nice square box. We've boxed ourselves in. As opposed to the beauty when you they're showing me the, the box where the, the sides just flop down, top opens and the sides fall back. And all of a sudden you realize you're standing in the center of this beautiful existence. It's expansive, it's free, it's liberating. Ooh, who I am who am I now? And soul, soul source will guide you. They're gonna they're gonna show you. Again, it doesn't matter. Person. Business, city, government, leader, doesn't matter. When you let down these masks, these guards, this, uh, you know, the experience of yourself just so, of how you've told yourself who you are, and you make space for a far greater source to come in, then you're going to be like, oh, wow, it's revelatory. It just is. So last but not least, it says, as the image of a hand opening to present an offering, when you open in this way, you will receive. So again, clenched fist. It's a, it's a reason that it's a symbol for fighting. Or open. Open hands. Palms up, open hands. It's a state of grace. It's a state of receptiveness, of, of learning, receiving. And it's giving because it's peaceful. You're sharing that with others. They know it's it's peaceful. They know that it's okay. It's safe. Closed fist, deceptive. It's it's aggressive, deceptive. Yes, it's protectful, but it means that you're protecting yourself as opposed to, again, what's the expansiveness of the higher opportunity? Um, with Haley before we close out today's show. And it's just really powerful. Let me get Haley's comment. And she said, man-made constructs have grown out of control due to their control, due to their control. And as you've said, this is actually making humanity awaken. They're doing exactly what they were meant to do for the good of the whole of creation. Exactly. It can be, and we say this over and over again, growth, the experience growth can be incredibly painful. It need not be. However, choice, whether it's an individual, you know, it's always an individual or a group of people, you know, um, enablers, collaborators in a negative way. If you're, again, and why are you doing it? Because you believe that you're the host. You believe that you're the power. And what today's energy is really shaking the tree, waking us up to is we are the guest. Indigenous peoples, Native, uh, Native American, Native peoples, they had a, they knew this. They knew they were a guest with Mother Earth, on Mother Earth. They knew to look as above, so below. They knew to look to the heavens, the stars, to determine the way. And we've, we've not lost the way, but we have certainly dimmed <laughs> dimmed the light we've we've just mucked it's like a pipe they're showing me a a plumber you know a pipe a drain pipe or something when they first put one in it's brand new open channel clear beautiful 
if you've ever looked in your, you know, sink trap or, you know, bathroom trap or whatever, not pretty. And that's the issue. Humanity, humans have layered on all of this guck and filth and, and clogged the pipe so that the way, it's still there. It's just, to what degree does it get through? To what degree? And this is just a great awakening. This is great. They're, they're awakening us to great possessing, to a return or that pipe, that channel is open, pure, source, clean, vibrant, never-ending empowerment, great possessing. And thereby we radiate at an octave that we haven't in a long time. They, they, I was reading, uh, just to add this, they were talking about how the, the moon, it's, it's a Libra full moon. And yet they said it's literally because of the procession, the tilt of everything, and the uh, our axis and our tilt, that it's actually in the constellation of Virgo. So here's the analogy. We should be upright. We should be in the constellation of Libra. But because of all the guck and the, the tilt, the leaning, we're in, a, we're in another constellation. You can see where this is the, you know, here's the analogy of all of this. Um, she's asking, uh, Haley is asking, what, what do they say about it getting worse before it gets better? If things hadn't been wrong, people couldn't learn what is right. And again, this is our existence of polarity. So yes, Haley, in this, you know, we have polarities. And again, some of our greatest teaching comes through the cloak of an opposite. So through the challenge, the hardship versus the, the joy or the receptive, the, the immediacy of something where it's just, you know, we're speaking the same language. It comes through the challenge. So what do they say about getting worse before it gets better? The way I'm hearing this is that we're already in that state because they said that to me a few years back. They said, stay in the eye of the hurricane. And I equated it to on the, the Tilt-A-Whirl at a, at a U.S. fair, any fair or carnival, they have this ride called the Tilt-A-Whirl. I got on that one time as a child, hurled my guts out, was, I get motion sickness very easily. And, you know, I was sick for three hours and laid in the car while everybody else got to enjoy the, the carnival, the fair. And what's interesting is when you are in the center of the Tilt-A-Whirl, when you're in the center, the eye of the hurricane, the storm, it's absolute stillness. It's, I, I believe it's centrifuge. The center doesn't move. What it's the energy that's at the at the perimeter, and that of course, when you get in a tilt to whirl, they strap you to the perimeter. It starts spinning, and then the floor starts moving and dropping out. It's undulating like this. So, <laughs> they said to me, four now, four or five years ago, maybe seven years ago, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Stay in the eye of the hurricane. In that state of grace, you're safe. We need not buy into the illusion. And, the, and yet they said also with this, they said, and because this is purposeful, it has to happen in order for, the, for destiny, fate, in order for us to move forward into the new. And so getting worse before it gets better. Yes, we're already in it. 
um, the way I'm hearing it right now is we're really towards the tail end of that. It doesn't mean that shocking, you know, um, elements or events won't happen or continue to happen. However, we're really on the, they're, they're just giving me this like down, we're on the downhill slide of it all. We're, we're, it's like a slide, you know, we're, we're not at the top of the peak. We're not climbing the staircase to get onto um, the slide. We're, we're almost right at the swoop part where it swoops you off and you, you land, uh, you might land in the sand or you, you land on your feet. But it's like that soft landing, that kind of like we're on the swoop of that. We're right at that, that place, that precipice. Um, uh, uh, Jennifer said, just thought of this. Release yourself from a sense of obligation to become again who you once were. You are no longer that person. You are bigger and wiser and ready for more. Yes, yes, yes. We are. You are never the person you were a second before. Literally true. Scientifically, spiritually, you're never the same person a second later. Something will change you. A thought, a person, an experience, an event, uh, the breeze, anything, Mother Nature, or anything, you're, you're not the same person you were a moment before. It's in the allowing. What Jennifer's speaking to is it's in the allowing, which is in the choice. Choosing to allow, choosing to make space, choosing to release, choosing to see yourself in the new in every present moment, so as to expand, so as to receive, so as to be. It's about being, not doing. The doing is, yes, it's actionary. We do. However, and, and with that, and and when we do that, it's about being. We're in the being. We're in the present moment being. That's the power of this. Uh, she said, lastly, honor the process of moving forward. Honor yourself. Yes. Always an inside job. Always about surrendering and trusting yourself, your soul source connection, going as guided, the way, not our way. And here it is, because, you know, it's so beautiful when you look at the actions of the three hexagrams, 13, 14, and 5. Socialize. I'm sorry. Yeah, socialize, shine, and patience. So it's, it's an inside job to come up and out, to shine. Be patient. We're, we're, we're evolving, and we're evolving rapidly here. So... This is where these energies and it's, you know, full moons and this kind of energy. I mean, and look at the great abundance of Jupiter and Neptune coming together. First time in our lifetimes, 166 years. First time in 166 years, we're here on the planet Earth to experience it in their home constellation, Pisces. The last sign of the astrological season, which means it's like the number nine, you go to 10, right? Nine is the culmination. Pisces is the culmination of the entire astrological season. And so it's our lessons and our gifts, our opportunities and our shadow. It's coming up. It's culminating. Here it is because what's going to happen? Aries season. It begins the astrological season and it begins the new because we're, we're, we're uh, elevating. You know, it's an octave up. So um, last but not least, Haley said, that's beautiful and, per and pretty perfect. I definitely agree that we're coming through it. We can all feel the shift or we wouldn't all be coming together like this. Exactly true. 
all of you. Can't thank you enough. We're, we're running a little bit late, but thank you all so much for being here and joining in with your comments and your shares and your questions, because you can see this, you know, again, there's a grand tapestry. It's about union, fellowship, socialize, come together, coming to meet, encounter, because there is a greater, it's right here on my right side, and there's an extraordinary moment in time, is the way they're saying it to me, arriving. It's here. It's just when does it actually truly uh, present itself? And that is what this coming to meet, encounter. We are going to meet, encounter, meet our divinity, our divine selves. And that wake up, that transformation, that uh, juxtaposition of what is now is going to be epic. So thank you one and all. If you're inspired or when inspired, please like, share, um, send it out, have people join. Um, this is how we all grow and learn and experience with one another. And um, I look forward to seeing you all. I believe tomorrow I have a Science in the Soul. But again, the Lady Jacqueline is off this week. She is dealing with some personal family matters. Um, so if everyone just send her and her family love, light, and and wonderful energy. And we will be back um, next week uh, for Wellness, Wisdom, and Insights. I'm your host, Dear James, offering intuitive insights, answers, and advice to your life questions. And my incredible co-host, the Lady Jacqueline, who offers her human design expertise and just beautiful, gorgeous soul. So thank you all for joining us. We will see you. I'll see you tomorrow, and we will see you next week. You've been listening to Dear James Live. Gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com.